0: Hey, this is Joel Oates, lead pastor of Real Life Church, and you're listening to Beyond the Sermon. Each week, we get the opportunity to dig just a little bit deeper into Sunday's message and offer a little bit more truth and clarity to what was spoken and how it can benefit both you and me in our daily walk with Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining us. We're so glad you're here. Let's jump in. Hey, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Sermon. Uh, this is uh, Pastor Joel Oates, and I'm here um, with uh, my co-host, uh, Dennis Garcia. Hey, church family. Hope your week is off to a great start. Um, so, uh, Dennis, uh, Super Bowl, good or bad? Um, it was... yeah, it
1: was, There were some really good commercials. <laughs> I'm not uh, sure what to do with that, but Yeah, okay. the, the game wasn't really exciting until the last 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Um, so we, we busted out the board games and kind yeah. of, you know, the game became background noise. And every time we heard them go to commercial
0: break, we would stop and watch the commercial and watch and, the commercials. Yeah. 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 And, and so
1: it was, it was, and- I was actually
0: going for the underdog a little bit. Um, and, uh, I guess I live in the world of underdogs cause my wife, she married an underdog. Um, yeah. so I'm so thankful she's into underdogs and, um, cause I was lost cause and, and, uh, and she saw something more than I did. And, so there we go, and uh, and through the grace, and uh, the reminding of grace in my life every morning uh, that I have my wife. I, I was hoping to see the Bengals actually pull it out, um, just because. And again, I have no dog in the fight. I love, I love the Rams, and obviously they're 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 anchoring in uh, L.A. Um, I'm a California kid at heart. Uh, that's where my family's from. where We grew up, but uh, but it was it would have been nice to see. See a team that has never done it, and yeah. they made it. They made a statistic. They said only four of the Bengals players uh, were even alive the last time they actually went to the Super Bowl. Wow, that's incredible! And uh, and and uh, so it it had been a season. It yeah. had been a journey for them. So anyway. I
1: was excited to see Matthew Stafford win. Win. Um, I mean, he's been a longtime guy. Uh, Joe Burrow is young. Yep, he's gonna have. The, he's gonna have more. He got the yeah. Bengals to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. He's gonna have plenty of opportunities. Yeah, Stafford whether it's with the bangles, was so faithful with the Detroit yeah. Lions. He and, really was. And he won more playoff games this season than he did in his ty- entire time with the Lions for yep. twelve years. Yep. It was great to see him uh, finally get one, and uh, now we can move on
0: and and hopefully uh, Cowboys next year. That's my my hope. Okay, um, we can move on now. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thanks everyone for for joining us uh, wherever you are. Um, our prayer is that this uh, this time is just an encouragement. We we, we want to take what Sunday morning ha- what happens on Sunday morning and just go a little further, have a little bit more conversation. Um, hope that it stirs some things in your heart in your soul, and maybe God can uh, can push you in ways uh, maybe you didn't expect. Um, there's a lot of unexpected shifts that truth does uh, when it plants deeply in your life, and um, and we just pray that that uh, God and His Spirit does that. So so let's let's dive in. This past weekend, Dennis, we uh, were still looking at the Book of Ephesians. We looked at the second chapter or second part of chapter one, um, and uh, and really the morning was kind of kicked off, uh, kind of looking at Move 2032, um, and 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 how God is moving us to a different place, and and I and I'm thankful for Ephesians because. Um, It really is anchoring us, when we look at the beginning of chapter one, it's anchoring us into some of that identity stuff, like where, who who am I, Uh, why am I here, that whole purpose, and those are the two questions we we wrestled with um, the the previous, uh, or the first weekend as we looked at Ephesians. This weekend, still thinking of it as a family manual, um, Paul goes into a prayer. I mean, it's a heartfelt prayer. Um, and, uh, and it's really speaking obviously to believers. Yeah. Um, and, um, and again, I don't know how, I, I, I just want to ask you, like, as you read that the beginnings of that uh, verses 15 and following, like, did, did you see it the same way I did in the sense of like, it, it, it was this, Hey, I'm uh, good for you. I'm glad you're anchored where you need to be. But I need to pray that God continues you further. I mean, is that is that how you read that? I mean, that's that's how it hit me, and that's where I, I think we went this past weekend. But I'm curious of your thoughts about how it first hit you when you read that that part of the passage.
1: Yeah, you know, as, as uh I read this prayer, uh, there just a, a ton of thoughts came to mind. One of them is, man, I want to pray for people the way Paul prays for people. Yes, right, because some, I mean, it's so easy to fall into the trap of just praying for. Physical needs mm. and and physical things, Uh, but this is a prayer that they would grow in the depth of their knowledge and their relationship with Jesus Christ and the Father, and and so it was a great prayer. But absolutely, as as I was reading this, um, you know, he, it's very clear that his desire for them is to move beyond where they are, and I, and I love the illustration that you gave about just being in the entryway, yeah. of 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 the gospel, and there's so much more there, and it made me think of um. Uh, a time when, when Cephas and I went to the Gulf of Mexico, we, I was uh, doing a camp last year and uh, we had an extra day. So we went down to Corpus Christi and we got to the Gulf of Mexico and, and it had been probably six years since he had been in any real uh, uh, body of water. We were yeah. out in California about six years ago, uh, but he, he kind of steps in, gets his, his feet a little wet, um, gets his ankles a little wet. He's hesitant to go beyond the waist uh, but then we we go all in and we, we just go out there to yeah. where you know the waves are crashing over our head and we had a blast yeah. And we, we played for hours out there in the deep water and when it was time to come in uh, he didn't he didn't want to come in yeah um, i was exhausted uh, but he he didn't want to come in and, and he would have missed out on all that fun if he mm. wasn't willing to go deeper and as you were talking about uh, you know, staying in the entryway of, of the gospel, it reminded me of that. And how many
0: times do we miss out because we're not willing to go deeper? I'm curious, why why do we do that? I, I even find that as I began to look at this passage, but as I began to even look at my own life, I realized I began to reflect on how long I was in the entryway of the gospel, how yeah. th- these early early beginnings, I come to know Christ, um, Christ truly through his, through his saving grace, rescues me from my own sin, from my, from, but because of his sacrifice, all of that is true. I knew that I understood that I'm living, I'm living there, but I just realized how long I just, I hung out in the doorway. I'm, I'm okay. I'm saved. Uh, but, but what, what is it? What, why do we tend to, to, to default in that way? Why, why do we do that? Um, I think there's
1: probably several different factors as as to why. I think one of them can go back to a, a lack of intentional discipleship, mm. um, because we're we're not. Yeah, uh, we say as believers that that. Trusting Christ is is not the finish line; it's the starting line. But then, when somebody trusts Christ, we get them baptized, and then we just let them go. Yeah, we let I mean, them go, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. we we not mission don't...
0: accomplished, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. And
1: and so we we are more our systems and structures and processes and, and church programs uh, are more designed to create converts than disciples. Mm. Um, and so I think that's part of it. Is is you know there was. For most of us, there's not somebody that takes us by the hand once we trust Christ and say, "Let me lead you into deep waters." Yeah, just like I had to do with Cephas when, yeah. when we were in the Gulf of Mexico. He wouldn't have gone out there on his own. It was scary. It was deep. He didn't know how deep it was. But when I grabbed his hand, we were able to walk together out into deep yeah. waters. So, so I think that's part of it. Uh, the other thing is I I don't see it modeled as much that mm. deep relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Um. The vast majority of 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 people in in the Western uh, church, I would say, are, are okay with having that, that surface level relationship. sure, and, and a lot of it is that they, there's not many examples of what that deeper life looks like for them to look at and say, "I want that. Sure. And, and so I think for those two reasons would, would, would probably be the in my mind the primary reasons why we 're just okay. There, yeah, um, and and then I think we can get into things like, well, the deeper we go, the the less control we have. The yeah. the, the we're walking into the unknown, so there's fear of, of what yeah, may there's be all over there. You know, I'm afraid if I go deeper, I'm going to end up as a missionary in Africa, and and the, you know, just all those those things that play out in our mind and those anxieties and fears. Um, I think that may play some into it as well, but I think the 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 first two reasons I mentioned will probably be primary in my mind. Yeah.
0: I, um, I, in the first weekend, as we were talking about uh, the book of Ephesians, I mentioned comfort and I, and it really feels like people are more comfortable, more comfortable hanging out in the doorway because of the reasons. And I think, yes, because, uh, because of the unwillingness of maybe other believers coming along, grabbing their hand, bringing them into the depths of the home, bringing them into those deeper waters and helping to model that happen. But But I also think it's, it's, it, um, it's this idea of, um, it's the reason why I I would say I grew up in a military family yeah and we were very accustomed to actually going out into the cul-de-sac, grabbing a wiffle ball, wiffle ball bat, and just playing for hours out there. And the whole, I mean, the whole cul-de-sac and people that weren't even on our cul-de-sac would come and we'd play and we'd just be out there until it was dark, until mom, the moms and dads were going, Hey, time to come inside or whatever. It was just um, man, it was just, it was free. It was deep. It was awesome. That kind of thing. But, but you know what we don't do anymore? We, we don't see that quite as much. There's almost like this barrier of, of relationship in our culture. Now in our world, it's, it's like, okay, you stay in your world. I'll stay in mine. If we connect, let it be digitally, let it be this kind of thing. And so it's almost like we fear, the depth or the responsibility of that kind of relationship. And I, I don't know. Those are just some of those thoughts that that popped in my mind as I was thinking about why people hang out in the door, why I did. Because I'm like, if I go deeper in my relationship with Jesus, there's a greater responsibility that I'm going to have to, to be begin to be comfortable with um, uh, or I should say be you know uncomfortable <laughs> with in some yeah. regard um I, or I fear what that's gonna ask of me that will rob me from the comfort I currently have right now mm. the doorway I still um I can still it's still that's still controllable you know why because it's almost like I have one foot in one foot out you know and yeah. I think and, and again as I begin to think about it I think that's where when we hang out in the doorway so so long that's that lukewarm Platform. Yeah. Um, we just, I, I just, I I like the things that I like about Christianity. I don't have to engage in the things that I don't want with Christianity or what Jesus is asking of me. Um, I I've got the get out of hell free card. And uh, and so we just begin to become a this this stagnant, this stagnant pool right in the entryway of the gospel. Um, anyway, that that just some of the thoughts that I that would ca- came to me as I was reading through this first part.
1: No, I, I think you you, you hit uh, an important um, idea and concept. I, I think comfort, um, safety, security, convenience, predictability. Yes, I, I think all of those uh, play into to it as well. So I mean, it's it's it, it really is a multifaceted thing that, that that why we 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 are okay and content with. Uh, being in the entryway or being in the shallow waters and not wanting to uh, go deeper. Um, And so, you know, and, and, and like you, I I spent a lot of my early Christian life and, and, and I, I, you know, can't think back to why I I didn't go deeper, but uh, man, I was missing out. Yeah. I I now know. And I look back, it's like, man, if I would have stayed there, if only look at how much I would have missed out on. Yeah. Or, or the other question, if, if I had stepped out sooner,
0: how much further along would I be in my relationship with Christ? Yeah. I um, and so as Paul is looking at these these verses here from f- verses 15 to 23, I just love, he goes, Man, I'm thanking God for you. But then it's a it's I thank God for you, and then it's a it's a period. And then he goes, I pray const I pray for you though constantly. It's almost like he makes the switch right here at the end of, of verse 15 um, or verse 16, I pray for you constantly. And then he qualifies what he's praying constantly for. Yeah, It's, it's to me, I see that's that invitation of going, and here's, let me tell you what it is. I'm asking God, um, uh, glorious father, of our Lord Jesus Christ to give you spiritual wisdom. And I'll be honest with you. That was especially, um, early on in my faith when I was reading the book of Ephesians, cause I, I did, I, I, I was thinking that that was just this, this untangible sort of wisdom, you know, it's just spiritual wisdom, but as obviously, um, God does in seminary and different things like that. I'm looking at the Greek. It's actually the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, which guess what? I have had the moment I come to faith in Jesus Christ. It's the other that Christ gives to each and every one of us. So imagine having this spirit of wisdom that I'm not even aware of nor engaging in fellowship relationship um or engaging in my life and 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 literally kind of to not not to downput, but siphoning the wisdom that I need the understanding that I need for, for life and um and in doing so he was just he went on to say how that without that. I mean, and this is the way I read this. Without that, m- man, you're you're not going to grow. Yes, you can have the sp- which tells me I can have the spirit of God and if I never know that, if I never understand that relationship and if I never understand that that uh, that symbiotic relationship almost of a, of a sort even though we don't bring anything to the table, he brings everything yeah. to us. Um it, it's uh I can I can stay right where I'm at. I never grow if I don't begin to tap into that relationship with the Holy Spirit. Yeah.
1: And, you know, Paul uh, talks about the, the relationship with the Spirit a lot in all of, you know, his writings. And yep. um, I mean, we're talking about the, the Spirit of God that brings wisdom, that brings power, right? The same yep. power that raised Christ from the dead now lives in us. And, and, and James talks about, if anyone lacks wisdom, pray. Yep. Right. And wisdom is available to us, and always has been available to us as, as believers. It's it's our lack of desire or attention for that spiritual wisdom that creates that deficit in our in our lives. Um, and so,
0: yeah, you're you're right. It's it's there. We have access to it. So one of the one of the things that I said on Sunday morning, and um, underneath the spirit matters, was this idea of nurturing the relationship with the holy spirit um and i know what that's come to i've come to discover what that means for me and what i believe scripture is saying um but but maybe for all those listening um what what, what does it mean for you to in to nurture that spirit um in your in your own heart dennis i mean is there
1: yeah, there, there's a number of things. I mean, first of all, I mean, we as, as in our in our tribe as as, as Baptists, right? Um, we, the Spirit is kind of the forgotten Uh-oh. God, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the title of Francis Chan's book on the Holy Spirit, the Forgotten God, the Forgotten God, um, because we, yep. we don't talk about the Holy Spirit very much. We we don't talk about our interaction with with the Holy Spirit, right? and it all
0: circles around misunderstanding. Yeah, it really. Yeah, is.
1: absolutely. We're we're so afraid of of being misunderstood that that we we just forget about the holy spirit altogether um and so you know that is is um to our detriment as as baptists i i I've, I've believed that for a long time uh we need to you know it's a spirit that illuminates the word of god as as we read it so we interact with the spirit as as we read mm-hmm. we interact with the spirit as as we pray yeah. um and and so you know that those are things that that help me to to live that uh, really spirit centered spirit filled spirit led yeah. life. Yeah. Um, you know, it comes down to to prayer, uh, reading the word, worship. Um, and and part of prayer is not just talking, but but listening as well. Yeah. Um and sensing the spirit. You know, there, there's a, a practice that, that I try and do in the evenings as, as I'm laying in bed and I think back of, you know, what were the God moments in my life today? So I could try and and become more aware of the spirit's activity in my daily life you know where did i see it? god at work in my life cuz god is at work and it's through god the holy spirit yeah. so trying to become more aware of of his work in my life uh, day by day and moment by moment
0: mm. you know i am um, in my own journey of of discovering the the power that comes the wisdom that comes the understanding that comes through the spirit um, it is, um, it really is like you said, it, it, there is an aspect of, of total relationship just like we have with Jesus, yeah. just like we have with God, the father. And, and we're not talking about gods. We're talking about God. Mm-hmm. And, and someone asked me, they said, um, can I talk to the Holy spirit? And the answer is yes, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. yes, yes, yeah. yes. You can talk to the Holy spirit just as the Holy spirit talks to you, there is an ongoing life-giving relationship. It is the Spirit of God in the way that that He offices in our hearts and in, in our lives. That the work of God is done. That the that the accomplishing of the gospel and His building of His kingdom can actually be you know be done. Yeah. It's it is through the work of the Spirit that anyone comes to Christ. Yeah. I mean, without the work of the Holy Spirit, without the Holy Spirit doing what the Holy Spirit does, no one's saved. Every, everyone's Absolutely. out. Yeah. And, you know, and someone asked me, they're like, okay, well, how do I discern between my conscience hmm. and my spirit? And I said, that that's a great question. Absolutely, and yeah. I know that that maybe even many listeners are maybe asking that same question. Well, one of the things that I strongly encourage them, I, I said, first and foremost, you need to understand that. Uh, the spirit doesn't work independently from God's word. No, like yeah. the the two, the two are completely in um, in in a married relationship. Like one will not contradict the other. No, and I mean, vice versa. Yeah, and so if and when you get to this place of where, okay, I feel like God, the spirit of God is saying something to me immediately my encouragement or, and even in my own life, I go to the word. Yes, I'm going, well, what does the word say? Cause I know the spirit won't ask me to do something contrary nope. to that. Yeah. So does it align? Does it align with what God has for my life? Does it align with what scripture tells me my life ought to be uh, lived and how it ought to play out? If it, if it doesn't go against that, but is actually in support of that, you can be pretty confident to say, okay, Um, Is God going to, is God going to, you know, I feel like God wants me to talk to this person about Jesus. Is that God's will? Um, Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. The the fact that you even have that thought, the fact that you have even that impression is, and the fact that you're even in that place at that right time, God put you there and yeah, you need to have that conversation.
1: (laughs) And for me, the next step beyond um, going to God's word is going to God's people. Um, and trusted advisors. yeah and I'll tell them, hey, I feel the spirit might be leading me in this direction or to do this um, and and I get counsel from other a Godly wisdom people. of a multitude of yeah. counselors. Yeah. So, so for me that that's a process of trying to discern, you know, is this the spirit of God talking to me or did I just have some bi- bad Thai food yesterday yeah. or or whatever? Um, I go to the word first and then I go to, to God's people next and, yeah. and help me to discern uh, God's leading in in that area.
0: I know for all the listeners out there, we, uh, there's so many different things about the spirit of God, about the power of God, because yeah. that's where Paul leads us. Give us just, just in your mind, what is God saying as we look at his spirit, as we look at his power and how that can play out in our life? And actually, rather than giving
1: a statement, I'm going to, I'm going to end with a question. Cause I'd love for, for our listeners to, to just really meditate mm, on this question. Um, what difference would it make in your life? If you totally understood your hope, inheritance and power in the Lord at a deeper level, how wow. would that impact your life because' um, that 's one of the questions that, that i 've just been meditating on and, yeah and and I can 't answer that for you I, I, and I, so I, I really encourage you to spend some time just meditating on that. What difference would it make in your life if you truly understood God's hope power and inheritance that you have
0: as a child of the father man Dennis what a great question for each of us for me uh, for you and um, and the truth is is God wants to bring us into deeper waters and he wants to bring you your family um, as you're leading out um, and I pray as you are looking at Ephesians and we're walking through this that it continues to bring you into deeper waters because that's where God wants to bring you. don't hang out in the early beginnings of the gospel don't hang out in the doorway of the gospel go into the living room, go deeper because God wants to bring you there. And through his spirit and and an igniting of the power of God in your life, he can bring you there. As always, thanks so much for joining us for this uh, episode of Beyond the Sermon. Dennis, thanks for being here, man. I love, uh, love, love living life with you, man.
1: Yeah, me too, man. It's been a great journey so far, Um, and uh, we're we're coming up uh, here in a couple months on on a year of knowing each other, man, and it's been a blessing for me and a blessing to uh, just do life and and study the Word together.
0: Yeah, praying, man, God's going to do great things in the coming weeks and months, um, and uh, can't wait to see what God has in store. God bless, man. Well, thank you for joining us. It's because of you that this ministry is possible and allows us to continue to help bring the lost people that don't know Jesus Christ just one step closer to knowing who he is. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you share this with a couple friends? And, and by the way, don't forget to subscribe so that you're the first to know when brand new content begins to come out. Click the share buttons, post to your social media, tag us at Get Real Life. For more information, please visit GetRealLife.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless, and we'll see you next time.